You're listening to the Restraining Hollywood Podcast, where entertainment isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. On tonight's episode, the boys welcome writer-director John Karsko and actor-model Punavith Koy. Hi, and welcome back. Restraining Hollywood Podcast, round three. Guests on this one. Aside from my partner in crime, Elliot Davini, we got actor, model, Ponavith Coy, and writer-director, John Karsko. Gentlemen. Hello. Afternoon. <laughs> Welcome. So so this is their, uh, their first <laughs> podcast. We're going to kick things off with Coy. He's going to talk about, a little bit about what he does, why he does it, and how awesome he does it. So without further ado, Coy! And wait, if I can start, oh. we, uh, we, began, we began the uh, morning with four microphones, and then the last podcast we had three. We're now down to two, so, uh, so yeah, shit's breaking down. So I'm going to yeah. try and mix it on the fly, but if uh, levels are fucked up, uh, that's why. Yeah, it's getting a little close for comfort here, too. <laughs> yeah. Blame it on Doug, Sidney. Yeah, it was yeah. his fault. <laughs> Doug ruined that two of the mics. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right, who's Coy's gonna say? Yeah, Coy's gonna kick it off. All right. all right, I'm right here, man. Really? Uh, you guys just want me to talk about way back when? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how you got started in all oh. this mess and okay. like uh, your uh, fun projects with us? What's been good experiences? All okay. that stuff. All right, then all we'll right. Go to okay. John, cool. and then, then we're gonna listen to you guys talk some smack about Minnesota sports. Oh, all right. Oh. Sounds good. Sounds good. You can do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well. It goes way back for me when I was a little kid, about in the second grade. Um, I, I was, my whole family uh, forced all of the, the kids to do uh, dancing, stage dancing, and I was a stage performer for several, since I was in the second grade. <laughs> and um, it, just dancing, and, but uh, I wasn't the first person in my family to become the actor model stuff. Um, I'm actually the third person in my family. I had two older brothers that did the modeling and acting stuff as well. And uh, uh, yeah, it, that you know, I, they would always tell me like, yeah, made like $800 working like, you know, five hours, you know, on uh, like a little Best Buy thing. And I'm like, well, I, w- I want a piece of that. <laughs> or and, and or you know getting a, like a a little union gig and then getting you know residuals of like you know five hundred dollar paycheck because they decided uh, to uh, you know continue airing that commercial and uh, and uh, you're getting paid still for that five hour of work that you did just one day. Right. <laughs> Man, I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we all are. I get paid zero dollars for working eighty hours a week. <laughs> I owe everyone money at this yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, after uh, I was doing the dancing thing, and uh, I got signed with a couple agencies, and I made money for them. And I've been, you know, working with the uh, uh, like. The MCTC students uh, back in 2006. MCTC kids. Yeah, working on a lot of their Q Dark projects. Their <laughs> student projects They're back everywhere. in the day. And uh, surprisingly, some of those people I worked with, uh, um, like I remember the DP for a film I worked on was Cole Kohler back in the day. And now, you know, I saw him working on uh, the Serious Man set. Um, as the film Loader, 
And I'm, you know, and then I look at his his resume, and uh, man, he's worked on a whole bunch of films. <laughs> it's good to hustle, stay busy at all do, times. No, he's not the Cole that did the, the Doritos, is it? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, it's that same guy. Cool. <laughs> Me and him go way way back, 2006, and now now he's the the national commercial that Doritos commercial. That he, uh, I guess, directed. The, yeah. The funeral one? No, it, it no, was from Sa- Samurai, last year's Super Bowl. Samurai oh, oh. Uh, yeah. s- Snack Attack. It's oh, like the, the big Super Bowl it's one. It's the yeah. highest watched commercial in the history of television. Wow. Yeah. So I guess yeah. MCTC kids can make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good news. We're going to do it. Give us yeah. any chance, we'll make it. MCTC kids, wow. Yeah. Represent. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Hashtag represent. Yes. Boom. Okay. Winning. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Winning. Oh. Uh, sweet. Well, that's and, close, and, Yeah. And then, uh, so what else is up, Coy? What you've been working on? What you've been having fun with? Well, um, recently I've been having a lot of fun hanging out with the Restraining Hollywood crew, uh, making a couple of their feature films. Um, the Potpourri was the first one I got to be involved with, and uh, In Harm's Way came out like just like the summer following that, and uh, it was a great experience, um, you know, getting to hang out with you know such talented crew, and uh, you know, you know, doing what we love to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Last year was nuts. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. This year's been kind of slow by comparison, right? It's a little quieter. It's good, though. Yeah. It's been getting the projects ready for... Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all sitting in front of computers now. (laughs) I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it being a little... I'm okay with it being a little quieter this year, because last year was nuts. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to a really hectic 2012. Like, seriously. Yeah. I, I, I want three features next year. You heard it here first. Oh, oh kid oh. just got cocky and jinxed himself. He's going to be complaining about it in six months. <laughs> <laughs> Ripping my hair out. Yeah, yeah on the first one. Yeah, oh. yeah I know. God. I'll gain all that weight back. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go back to your harm's weight. Oh, oh. never. Johnny, what's up? Um, I'm going to take the headphones off because yeah, I can't, don't like the sound of my voice. Okay. Um, not much. Just kind of waking up here still. <laughs> Sorry. I know. It's um, early, man. Sorry. You want me to just say a little bit about my background? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Talk to us. Like, what, why why, uh, why'd you get into this mess? I got Tell us into good this. good experiences, bad experiences. You know, throw it all out. I got into this because... See you, Doug. I always love you. Thank you. Bye, Doug. Doug. I got in this. I came from a family that was, like, a major sports family. Everyone played sports and um, baseball, hockey, and, you know, I gave my shot at baseball especially, but I was no good, and um, I just always loved movies, and since I was, I can remember, like, I had a notebook filled with fake movie posters that I was made, and, you know, fake stories, and um, as I got a little bit older in high school, I was more interested in became more interested in film and and writing especially and I you know I was a major slacker in school I averaged like a C minus. Me too, um, man. Yeah, and then once I got out of high school, I kind of bummed around for three years, in and out of community college like Normandale, working not doing much, 
and I'd always heard about MCTC film program and um, I finally was like all right if I'm gonna do this I have to go do this and so I signed up for classes and I went and it was the best thing that ever happened in my life you know I met all my friends and people I work with now and my girlfriend and you know it's just been amazing the snowball effect right yeah the snowball just, effect is crazy you know and just the fact that you know how I came involved with Restrain Hollywood is a podcast in its own right um, yeah, yeah. Know, but yeah, we go it's back. just yeah we go back this is three years now so it's just a lot of like weird kind of not coincidences but happy accidents you yeah. know things are working out um, and then in 2000, last year, 2010, I was um, given the privilege of directing Harm's Way, First Strain Hollywood, my first feature film, which I helped write the script with Borka and Brandon, and uh, it's been the best experience of my life, hands down. We were, uh, in, in the last podcast with, with, with Doug and, and Borka, we were just talking about the other night watching the rough cut when Brady was here, Yeah. and just watching it once wasn't enough. No, we watched it right again. <laughs> was it literally back to back? Yeah, pretty much. One yeah. Brady, I knew Brady had to get up at like six in the morning to go home, and I was just like, I don't even care. I need to oh, watch it dude. again. Oh, dude! And Snoo walks out at like ten in the morning, and he's still sleeping. Oh, she's like Brady, don't you have to go? And he's like, shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna call my dad. I was like, you know, it's three in the morning. Yeah, you might want to call him. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, we're. Picture locked. As of now, we're picture locked. We're moving on to sound and visual effects and um, score, and it's just been, it's been awesome. I'm very proud of it. I can't wait for everyone to see it. You know, um, Koi, you haven't seen it, but no, I have not. The uh, the rest of us in this room have. So, um, so ha. No, <laughs> no. You'll, so I think there. hopefully, you'll, I mean, hopefully you'll like it, and hopefully everyone will like it, and. You know, we got a lot of big things planned to promote it here in the next few months and yeah, get ready for our premiere in November, which is uh, at the Riverview Theater, November 17th. So that'll be uh, you know very exciting. Huh? Last podcast, November 17th, uh, 2008, is when we had the Hunting Buddies read at Bills. Really? Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So two years ago, that would have been three. Mm, three. Three years ago. Yeah, that was 08. That was yeah, late three 08. Three years ago. Who would have thunk? I know, man. You know? It's just uh, when you do films, because the 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 work that goes into them, like the 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 mad amount of pre-production and post-production, shooting is actually like the fun part. Right. Like that seems to go by fast, like almost too fast. Yeah, I mean, you think the harms it was. It's pretty much been a three-year process from when, yeah. but Mike Mike's initial script and idea was, to to now finishing it. I mean, and I was telling Mike this 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 uh, weekend here. Um, three years ago, we did uh, Trust Me Screening at Varsity Theater on a, was it a Friday or Saturday? I can't quite remember. But anyway, the following Monday is when he brought over the first act of Harms. Think about Whoa. that. I know. Whoa. It's getting creepy over here. Yeah. No, it's like, I like the uh, the analogy uh, that when you make a movie, it's like having a kid and you, you know, bring this thing into the world and you watch it grow and you have, you know, you have those like hash marks where you measure how tall your kid is. Yeah. A movie's like that when it's, in, in, look at Harms, it's three years now. I mean, imagine if that were a kid and how it's grown and how it's changed and evolved. I would have given it up for adoption. Right. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah. Yeah, none of us are good parents. <laughs> no, I don't want to have kids, so my films are my babies. Yeah. I've always said that. Up North is like my... 
accident. I didn't. You know, it's like, <laughs> but I think. Well, I think what you're saying is true. Is like he. And, I mean, it's a kid and an accelerator, right? Like right now, our kid is 17, yeah. going on 18. We're, 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 <laughs> yeah. we're about to release him into the world the here wild. in a few yeah. months yep. when his going birthday hits. So, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's an exciting but also a nerve wracking time. I would say, you know, because there's just. Like there's a lot on the line. Ah, uh, yeah, yes and no. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, I, I have a good nervous feeling. Like I'm like. Yeah, it's ah, not bad nervous. Yeah, like I don't yeah. think people. I mean, well, you never know. But I think people are gonna love it. I think they're gonna love both films. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting cocky, confident great, about that. So great uh, fall here. It's gonna be nuts this fall. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna just pollute the Twin Cities Film Fest. Yeah. Like, just go there and like promote our own shit. You know, like, <laughs> just self-indulgent. Just you know? crash the party. You get yeah. banned from it. Oh, Snickers yeah. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> get that call from Bill and Bobby. Like, like you guys day, can't come day back. two, you can't come back. Just, you can't come back. Yeah. yeah, I heard Elliot got drunk and shit his pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Oh. That beer's got to go somewhere. <laughs> no, it's been a good, good experience. Great all, experience. All around with, with both the projects, having those go back-to-back back like that, that was so much fun. So, you know? John, are you thinking about future projects? What's on the horizon? Um, well, we've talked about doing another uh, season of our web series, One Night Stand, in, uh, in, the, in the winter, early winter. Let's January. January. Um, and everyone in this room's coming back. Everyone's for that. evolved, and everyone's. Well, yeah. you no, know, these two are going to be new to it. We're bringing yep. you know, bring Borka's character back. Don't and, any um, spoilers. We're going to bring you know, them back. The uh, the main guys will be back. Kaiser and Pete and Mac. A brand new apartment. They'll be um, at the trash. Yeah. It'll, so oh. so no. So we have that on the horizon. Um, yeah. yeah. There's some. I mean, we don't want to tease too much, but. Let's just say there's dark days ahead for oh, our Oh, dude, uh, second, second <laughs> season is boys. like dark, uncharted waters. And um, and watching season one, and I love it for what it is, but when, when you approached me and you were kind of talking about um, shooting stuff more cinematic, like, hey, the stuff where the camera crew isn't obviously with the band, shoot it more cinematic, brilliant idea. Like, you know, so we can like kind of mix it up a little right. bit and... Uh, because reality stuff is just a little. After a while, it's like you feel drunk watching it. Right. Yeah, it'd be fun to, fun to view all the same characters in a different way. You know, to mm-hmm. get a new, yeah. get a new take on it. It's well, almost like a reboot or something. I feel like the series lends itself to. You can do weird shit with it. It's cartoonish because it's not like, it's not like ba- I mean, it's you know, it's a reality TV show that's not based in reality at all. No. You know, Ricky Rash could not exist. On this real, earth, no, in real life, he'd be dead. You know, they both would be rather be dead by the time they were twelve. So, and that that was such a happy accident. That that thing, you know, it started as a school project, and you put it on the internet, and God, that was two years ago. Two years ago, ago People just yeah. went nuts for that man. I mean, to the point where I was like, man, we should shoot another one. And like, the people, uh, do we? But people love the second one. I mean, it still has the most views, I think, of all of them. Second one, well, and, it, it, and the second it, one's like a half hour. It's long. so long. It's yeah. so long. Well, the second one, it, it was such a leap from episode one to two. I, I felt like uh, Mac had put on a few pounds. <laughs> Ryan got <laughs> scummier, and uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, Kaiser was more drunk, and, and you know, Pete as well. I mean, every, yeah, that was uh, interesting. Shoot. 
It's dark. <laughs> but uh, Corey, what else are you working on, man? Like, uh... <clears throat> well, just recently I did a couple commercial work. Uh, did some ads for Best Buy. Uh, if you go to a Best Buy store right now, you should see me playing on the video screens, like at the mobile section, uh, about Android apps. Oh, okay. Android apps? <laughs> Android apps. I'm, I'm going to Best Buy just to see you, dude. No, Android apps. I like that. That's but, your, your and, new nickname. Uh, I also did an, a national commercial for Big Lots uh, just a few weeks ago. I was just a Big Lot employee, no lines or anything, but uh, national spot, hey. Eh? <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. That's awesome, man. Um, um, August is going to be busy. Um, I, I, I got asked by Brandon to uh, co-produce a music video for him, which is, I'm excited. I haven't, uh, I, you guys don't know, but I also am interested in uh, production as well, and I, I have produced a, a few music videos in the past, and I looked at my records. It's, it's been since 2009 since I produced. <laughs> yeah, cool. I mean... Well, be fun. Uh, we're talking about I, through by through, video. Uh, no, we're gonna do one for scan the room. Oh, sweet. And then and then and then we're gonna do the through by through. Okay. Brady's okay, like, cool. let's go all out. He wants to be done with the brightest, and then start talking about new videos. For, sweet. <laughs> did you listen to? Yeah, I uh, listen to all of it. It's channel awesome. serpent. Yeah. It's just nuts, isasn't it? Uh-huh. It's. <laughs> that's the one where Anunnaki. Anunnaki and that track is featured in Potpourri. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, Yep, but I'm I'm excited about uh, that project. That'll be and, fun. And I'm also uh, going to be starring in a short film uh, uh, that'll be shooting also in August called uh, CPI Central Paranormal Investigations. Uh, I, I just recently got offered the lead role for this uh, this production. Uh, it's an entire uh, production crew that looks like it's. Uh, all Asian Americans, local Minnesota filmmakers, and I'll be working with Pete Wong as the director, uh, which I actually worked with him back in 2006 when he was an MCTC student. So this is our first time reuniting uh, in another production again. MCTC, uh, he's now established himself, yeah. and. Uh, I've established myself much more as an actor and uh, very honored to be the lead for this uh, short film, you know, kind of representing the Asian film scene here in in the Minnesota. That'd be awesome. <laughs> nice. Look forward to it. Yeah. Now, now Coy, what if you uh, what if if you did more producing but you had to lose your uh, your figure if the stress of producing caused you to put <laughs> yeah, on a bunch of weight. Yeah, what if you end up looking like me? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it that way, but I didn't want to be insulting. I don't know. I uh, I knew what you were thinking, Davini. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think I relieve a lot of the stress uh, in the gym. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay. And I do on my bike rides. Yeah. Coy takes out his stress on the weight bar, on, yeah. the, on the bench bar. Exactly. So you heard it here, Minnesota Filmmakers. Or those of you that want to get into it, go to MCTC. Yeah. Give them your money. Turn into something. Mention you know John Carsco. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't say that. He'll <laughs> send your application right back. I got. But no, I would say for anyone that is interested, it was. It opened so many doors, and really, it's it's not more. It's not about what you learn. I mean, it is what you learn, but it's in the not in the classroom. It's as much as you make friends and you meet people and. You know, I mean, 
this Mason Macrum and Kevin Horn, you know, that the cinematographer, the editor and cinematographer for Harms, I mean, they're my friends from MCTC, Brittany Gustafson, cinematographer, producer is my girlfriend now. I mean, it's amazing and just so many people. Um, so I would highly recommend it. Yeah, the people that have come out, you know, Iverson, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. I mean, Keebs is even an MCTC kid. Yeah, don't look at Keeves, though. Keeves represents us bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's in the other room. So He's a dropout. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get his story in a second. Bring yeah, he's here. up next. Okay. Hold on, I'm going to prank horn. This is the time in the show where we prank someone. He's not going to answer. This one's in private, right? Or no? Come on, answer. Oh, yeah, it's Come private. on, answer. Hopefully he thinks it's his landlord. His landlord calls from a private number. Play playing with his cat. <laughs> Cosmo! Here it comes. <laughs> Damn kids catching on. That's our cinematographer extraordinaire right there. Yeah. Kevin Horn. <laughs> Seinfeld that's fanatic. That's like Kevin Horn cameo right we, there. We were talking about how... Uh, how you know one of the better cinematographers in town is his biggest influence is Seinfeld, which is visually just kind of this bland two camera setup uh, sitcom show. You know you think that he would be more into uh, like Paul Thomas Anderson movies or something that's a little more dynamic. You know what I mean? Like it's funny yeah. a, sim- a cinematographer oh, yes, is yes, into yes. Seinfeld. But it's uh, I love Seinfeld. What yeah, no, that's great, a great show. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he doesn't Not good camera work. He doesn't really watch movies. I mean, he'll watch movies, but he really just watches Seinfeld like yeah. all the time, nonstop. And like he, he knows just, every episode line for line, yeah. pretty much. It's hilarious. Yeah. I saw Seinfeld's on Twitter now officially. Jerry is. Oh, Jerry's. Nice. Yeah, because <laughs> there was that fake one. Yeah, no, it's really him. He's like sign time. I think is his handle. <laughs> okay. I gotta find him. Hey, we got ten minutes left. I want to hear you two. The reason I paired. You up, Koi and Karsko, is uh, I've noticed in the last about a year, just some mad frustration coming on from you two about Minnesota sports. Now, see, I'm not a sports guy. I don't have anything against it. I don't have anything for it. It's just not my thing. I liked it when I was a kid. Right, Elliot? When you're a kid, you like sports. You know, I just kind of grew out of it. Before the baseball strike. Yeah. But I want to hear these two <laughs> go off. Go nuts. Wolves, Vikes, Twins. <laughs> Let me hear it. Start. Turn the levels down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, get Carsco a, a stress ball quick. Well, yeah. you know, uh, what I can say about being a, a Minnesotan in sports is, is that you're going to be used to a lot of heartbreak. I'm telling you. A um, lot. I remember 1991, the Twins winning the World Series, and I was like, just so so I didn't really comprehend what happened but I remember my parents buying me the pennant that were the you know the the World Series champs and all this other memorabilia stuff and uh and as I'd grown up, I, I thought this was going to happen oh, more often. Easy. I, thought, yeah. I, thought, I thought Vikings were going to win a Super Bowl someday. No. Uh, Wait, have, they've never been, No, that they're they've, like one of the few teams that have never won a Super Bowl. They've never won. They've, been four t- they've lost four times in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that which, was in the 70s. Oh, which yeah. ties for the record for the most Super Bowl losses with the Buffalo Bills. 
who also are winless in the... Yeah. The wow. <laughs> wow. Um, it's frustrating. Yeah. So, but, but uh, me and Jan uh, kind of go back and forth every now and then on Twitter about uh, little sports rants that, that go on. Right. Um, the, you know, the, the sad thing about Minnesota sports is the first team that's probably going to win a championship in this state is going to be the Minnesota Lynx, <laughs> uh, the Women's Basketball League, uh, before anyone else. I swear, every time I watch a Lynx game, they lose, though. Like, I, I've watched two this year, and they've just been destroyed. And I'm like, God, this team. There's, there's those, I, I walk through the Skyway right past where the Lynx office is, and there's some girl they say is the LeBron James of the WNBA. Yeah, or no, or the Kobe. Brian Moore is her name. Okay. Maya Moore, yeah. Is, it, is, she, it, is that what she's compared to? Is yeah. it LeBron James? Yeah, she's the, the most decorated uh, co- W uh, college pl- uh, basketball player ever, I guess. Like oh, she's really? She's the first woman basketball player to like, get a full Nike endorsement or something like that. Oh, wow. So Fancy. Yeah. She's, so, supposed, she's supposed to be a big deal. Yep. So we got high hopes. You know, we got uh, also Simona Augustus. <laughs> and uh, it's like, when, this is Lindsay the state of our sports that we, got, we got to rave about yeah. the Lynx. Our biggest hope is that the Lynx can win the WNBA <laughs> championship. Going, yeah. <laughs> start going to the games. Because yeah. I don't follow it, but the Twins with the new stadium, it looked a little promising. And it's just. I mean. Through. Like, the Wolves at one point looked extremely promising. Two years ago, right before we did Potpourri, Vikes, that looked promising. It's just, like, you get your hopes set so high. I just see people go absolutely nuts. And it's usually on the Internet. You know, log into Facebook. Someone, you know, you know, Vikes lose. People just go nuts. It's like, wow. I, no, it's dark. I mean... <laughs> I mean, the Wolves haven't made the playoffs in, like, six years. Since KG was around. Since KG was around. I mean, yeah, 2003, four when they went to the West Finals was the last time, I think. And, I mean, the Twins, the Twins have been competitive, but they they haven't won a playoff game (laughs) forever. You know, the Yankees just own them. Yeah, they always get paired up with the Yankees, and uh, I don't know what happens with that team, but I feel like, their confidence, the brain just switches off, and they 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 lose that edge that they had. Yeah. They always go on some crazy winning streak just to win the division, and then we'll just get it's three and out, swept. just just manhandled by uh, the Yankees like like we were their bitch. <laughs> I mean, like last year wasn't even close. I mean. Game three in New York, the Twins just quit, and it was just an onslaught. I I went to actually one one of the playoff games against the Yankees at Target Field uh, last year, and it was a a, a sad sight. Oh, I was uh, sad. Yeah, I went to Game two, and it was just depressing. You just could feel it. You know, there's this like in the stadium, there was an energy like everyone knew yeah. you were gonna they were gonna it's, lose somehow. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, you feel it, and then. On the way, uh, riding the 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 train back back to your car, uh, yeah. you know, you, you that, that <laughs> yeah. solemn moment with everybody just, just with their heads, you know, hanging so down. Depressing. And um, yeah, I get a dirty look by a guy because uh, I'm not wearing any Twins gear. I I came straight from work to go watch this playoff game that somebody called me. We got some extra tickets. You want to go? I'm As like, if they yeah. would have won if you were wearing a twin shirt. You know? yeah. Oh, I hate yeah. that. Yeah. See, I never wear. Gear to, I always wear just regular shirts to games. Yeah. Like, I own a Peterson jersey. It's the only jersey I've got. And I fucking almost burned it <laughs> <laughs> after the 2009 NFC Championship game. 
John, I never, I, you know. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'll say I'm a diehard Vikings fan, like beyond. That's my team that I live and die by. And oh, same here, same here. The, just, football oh, is my sport yeah. to watch, and uh, I'm super excited the lockout's probably gonna end here in the next week. But yeah, what is up with that? Not wow. excited for the season. Yeah, really. I'm excited for the football season. Hopefully, uh, you know, no interruptions. The yeah. they get into training camp and all that stuff. I just, John, you're such a cool, laid-back cat. Oh, nothing can get but, me fired but up. But man, like a... when 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 a Minnesota sports team loses, your tweets nuts. are just you're just I not a nuts. happy guy. I always, I'm always like, man. This guy. I mean, when we <laughs> lost in the to the Saints in the championship camp, you know, I was depressed for months yeah I, I mean i didn't go to school the next day i was just so <laughs> so just destroyed because i mean like i lived through 98 and 98 was one of the worst it's i still am scarred oh yeah i, I remember that year. oh Very vivid. but it's like but in 2009 i really i believed in my heart i was like this is it when we, we were driving down and we we had like you know we had to get 10 yards to kick a 30 yard field goal and I was like this is it we're going to, I believed it in my heart we're going to the Super Bowl I can't believe it and then it was 12 men in the huddle and it was fucking the far fucking interception and then it, I mean it was Wait, the, which far interception it's the, the interception. far interception that followed the 12 men yeah. in the huddle they oh, they had to throw deep. Like, if they didn't get the 12 men in the huddle, they after, after a timeout, they've called a timeout, and they still got 12 men in the huddle, and then it just was, it was the most depressing. After that, you just knew it was over. Yeah, everybody will remember who Tahi is. He's the fullback for the Vikings. Yeah. He was the number 12 <laughs> yeah. guy on the field that everybody is angry at <laughs> still just like a mess he, yeah well and now it's like ray finkel that's who he is yeah he is let's get him <laughs> him and gary anderson i guess except you can't totally blame gary anderson for 98 because if you, i've rewatched that game on nfl network and it's just a lot more it went into losing that game than than just him missing that field goal but now the depressing thing is the Vikings, if they don't get the stadium, they're going to be the L.A. Vikings probably. In I, I, I heard that rumor. Is that just really like, true? Yep. Just like L.A. Lakers, yep, LA former Lakers. Minneapolis Lakers. Dallas, uh, Dallas North Stars, you know, the Minneapolis North Stars, yeah. or Dallas Stars, I guess. Yep. That, yeah, the Lakers moved to L.A., and then we were given the Timberwolves. <laughs> and the Lakers uh, have <laughs> 20 NBA titles, and... The Wolves have one uh, Western Conference final run. <laughs> just dark. It's just dark. But yeah. but Timberwolves is actually we uh, do have something. Rick Rubio we, coming, yeah. which is very exciting. And uh, Ricky Rip Ricky Rubio, the our he's our he's, savior. He's our savior, right? He's gonna he's the point guard. So there that, is a chance. There is some hope. There's a, there's a slight chance. There's, there's a the return hope. of Pete Maravich. They yes. say Pete Maravich. And you know we got the number two pick, Derek Williams coming. Which I'm excited about. I think Koi is too. Yeah, I think he's he's gonna be a beast. I, I'm I'm very glad that the organization drafted Derek Williams over Enes Cantor. Same. <laughs> Jonas Valanciunas, Gala, or whatever those guys. These yeah. foreign guys. He can't even say their names. That foreign guy with that really <laughs> tall girlfriend that, that yeah, he, yeah, he just made, made out, out with, with right right when he got drafted. I was like, oh, she's tall. He. He didn't even like go down no. to, and and he's a seven footer. <laughs> wow, just a tall blonde. He's with you know this, but you know, oh yeah, and she's attractive. He, you know, yeah, he needs to wear her high heels then. <laughs> well, look, guys, 
That's about all the time we got left. I'd like to thank you both for being on the show. Thank you. Yes, thanks. Thank you very much. Would you come back and do it again? Oh yeah, definitely. As long as yeah, as We're long as we want it back. Next time. Yeah, yeah. Ne next time we'll have all four, so we won't have to be all like close and. Yeah. But I didn't touch it. Be less gay. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah, it's okay. It'd be fine if Elliot didn't smell. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, hey, thank you guys. Round three, signing out. Put up with Coy, John Carsco, Elliot Vinny. I'm Brandon. Bye. See ya.